0: Hello! Hello! Hello!
1: Hello! I'm sorry, I guess I dialed the wrong number. Uh, You like scary
2: movies? uh Uh-huh. This is Sean Ruddy, coming to you live from
0: Death Manor.
2: For seven years now, you have watched me face my fears for your entertainment. There is one fear that I haven't yet faced. I will be spending one night alone in a haunted house don't forget to smash that like button smash that subscribe button and follow me on living yeah no no no
1: yeah! i want to be in the movie well you can't
2: the story can't just change midway through
0: hey everybody it's 2022 and pod of the damned is back i'm dean i'm in. And I'm Shory, and uh,
2: we're back with. Uh, it's been what, twelve months? Almost twelve I months.
1: We've had an episode. It's been twelve months. It's, we it's- teased
0: and we promised to do more, and then we got busy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, honestly, it's a it's a it's a Halloween miracle that we're all together right now, and we've somehow managed to be not not even in the same place at the same time. We're doing this remotely again, and this time we have no excuse because yeah. it's not lockdown. It's just huge <laughs> difficulties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm exactly.
0: still though. I'm still ridiculously impressed with last year's. You know, it was more than thirty one podcasts. You know what I mean. And I'm still beyond mm-hmm. impressed with what we did. And I yeah. still look at it now and go, how the hell did we do <laughs> a, pod- yeah. a podcast a day, sometimes two? One
1: a day. That is yeah. ridiculous. Yep. Like, I was thinking about this near the start of this month. Oh, we're still technically in the start of the month. But earlier in this month, I was we reflecting. Are. And for a second, I actually... I'd remembered it wrong and we only did like one a week or something because my brain was like no 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 you didn't do one a day that's crazy I was like no we did we did one a day
0: yeah it's I I still look at it now and I mean it's coming and obviously because it's October every Facebook memory is Mm. like hey we're doing this episode today and I'm like oh Mm -hmm. my god Mm -hmm. so I can understand why we needed to take a 12 month break Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes.
1: And doing like one episode a day, you know, we, we probably would have only been able to give ourselves maybe a month's break and then we would have needed to start preparing. Like, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, 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 Because I mean, it
0: took us over a year to actually do it, the podcast.
1: From the point yeah. of us like originally like chatting about this as an idea, like we could probably go find the original tweet where Sreeva yeah. started talking about it to it happening, yeah, a year easily like it's it's amazing but it was worth it
0: but you know what it has given me amazing ideas for next october in 2023 like so is that that, is is that that kind of planning (laughs) well well not for 31 episodes but the kind of like i'm already like okay you know i want to i want to i'll have something to pitch to you but you know what let's focus on 2022 right now because it's our favorite it's the most wonderful time of the year it's october praise the great pumpkin yes it truly is the best month
1: of the year And we, we, so we sort of had a chat about like, you know, what are we even, what are we going to talk about? There's so much that we could talk about, you know, coming back after a year after recording and kind of realized between the three of us, like this year alone, there has been so Uh much great horror so far, even more than I I could sort of think of maybe three movies off the top of my head. Like when I first started to think about it, I was like, Oh yeah, no, there's a few really good things. And then I stopped and kind of, you know, searched the old memory banks a bit more and I was like no there's a lot like yep. it's it's there's been you know it got me thinking um I know, Dean I feel like you're gonna laugh because I've been I've been carrying on and on about podcasts I've been listening to okay. lately and I'm about to do it again um but we had a big lot...
0: conversation yesterday about podcasts I've, <laughs> listen, I've added more to the <laughs> list
1: it's fine we're on a podcast right now yeah so just you know um that's inception I, Exactly, exactly. Podception, which sounds like some kind of horror movie in and of itself. Oh, like um,
2: it. 100% that, that title is already taken. It is? Uh, no, I just I Oh, assume. you're just
1: guessing it will be. Yeah, No, yeah, it, probably I'm just assuming, be. Yeah. it probably will be. Um, I was listening to an episode of American Hysteria, which is a really great podcast about moral panics in North America. And it was about Halloween. And it was it was about how Halloween is Christmas for millennials, and it talked about why people of a certain generation seem to gener- you know gravitate towards horror movies and Halloween. And one of the co-hosts said that they feel like at the moment we are going through like a golden a second golden era or sort of renaissance of horror. And yeah. I sort of stopped and thought, yeah. I think that's really accurate, actually. Like, mm-hmm. we sort of, I think during, like, the 2000s and the teens, like, we saw a lot of um, really kind of, like, postmodern rehashing of, like, the same similar ideas. But Dawson's kind
0: of... Creek horror.
1: Yeah, yeah, we did, actually. Yeah. That's a good point. We saw a lot of, like, teen teen yeah. drama kind of horror. We saw a lot of, like, prequels, sequels. I mean, you still get all of that. but Remakes. Remakes. really shitty Ooh. remakes yes yeah 100 <laughs>
2: god i love them
1: and yes and they they absolutely serve <laughs> a purpose and they they are great in their own right but i feel like what's different at the moment right it feels like we're getting horror that's doing something that horror genuinely hasn't done before like i'm seeing new things I'm seeing, yeah. I'm watching horror, and I'm like, I've never seen this concept before, or I've never yeah. seen yeah. this approach that way, or yeah. they're they're twisting the genre in a way that hasn't actually been been done before, and it's really cool.
2: And it's it's smarter horror in a way too. Like it's
1: yeah, it's
2: not you know we people who've listened to the show before they know the types of movies we like, and I like the dumb slashes, the the B grade horror, but the the horror movies that are coming out now, you know, um, and we'll get to some of them, but. The the concepts are brilliant. The the writing is smart. The dialogue is great. It's and even the the lower budget stuff seems to be really really solid as well. And it, mm. it's it's just you, like you said, it's a golden era. But it's it's almost like I, I hate the term elevated horror because I think it's bullshit. I think it's just horror. Mm. Horror is horror. There's no such thing as an elevated horror movie. But it's almost like that we got all the the crap out of our system, and now it's like. We're giving people a voice to, you know, so much of the horror is tackling today's issues as well. And it's it's written so well that you go, you sit there and go, yeah, I do agree with a lot of this. And it's, it's yeah. just,
0: it's so smart and so exciting. Mm. Something that plays a bit into my brain with it all is the fact that I think because we basically, you know, we're we're still going through a global pandemic. It shifted everyone's brains and shook everyone no, a little it's bit in time. regard to it, what are you and about? it's changed. Yeah, I mean, it's I I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when it happens, but <laughs> it it's, it it forced a stop and almost like a refresh in all of our mm-hmm. minds, which means mm-hmm. we're getting an even fresher way to look at these things with new eyes. Yeah. And and I mean, it oh gives me more even more of an appreciation for what we get.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think. I'm just, you know what? It's funny, like, Shuri, I'm just thinking about what you said about, like, you know, in the past we've kind of thought about this distinction between, like, um, you know, like B-grade and elevated horror, which is, I think, so typical of pop culture in general, even beyond horror, that we like to try and, like, categorise things between, like, um, you know, low art and high art, which is just kind of (laughs) bullshit, right? And I love that a lot of the horror that we're seeing now really it kind of expresses how I think popular culture can be both at once and something Mm -hmm. doesn't always necessarily have to be serious or melodramatic to be like so-called elevated or just to have something smart to say, like, it doesn't, you Mm -hmm. you don't need to always have that distinction. Um, And it, it, like there's actually a, I'm already diving into one of the movies, but it just reminds me of one of the opening conversations in the new Scream film that came out in 2022. Um,
2: I got my skate auric hair hang on. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, obviously listeners can't see, but Shori's hair is almost long enough to pop up into like a little cool. clip. On hang on, I'll take
0: will take a little screenshot of Shori's hair right now. Yeah, hang on. I gotta do it, hang on. Get it right, get it right. got it got it got it
1: you look like a sad puppy Um,
0: (laughs) oh my god your mom left she's not
2: dead in the ground
1: somewhere (laughs) (laughs) um so yes there's a conversation in the beginning of scream 2022 where the the killer is on the phone it calls calls a girl on a landline and asks what her favorite scary movie is and that you know i think part of what the new screen movie does well i didn't love the movie but i think one thing that did well is it it kind of speaks to where the horror genre is at now and she you know she kind of reflects i think where we've been in the past where she's like oh i don't watch like the trashy stuff like i'm into elevated horror and i feel like it's a commentary on how you know actually those distinctions don't Perhaps don't matter as much as they used to, right. and we're seeing a new genre of horror emerge, which is can be any number of subgenres and smart at the same time. It can be serious and fun. It can, you know. Uh, so I, I think, yeah, it's it's a very cool time to be. Yeah.
0: horror. Well, it, we're also in a good time where we're in a space where there's remakes are still building and growing, and streaming has changed the way in which we look and feel and experience. <laughs> like we're we're at a point now where. You know, movie, you know, feature film companies, movie companies, television. Everyone's realised, you know, that we have to shift and grow and change the way we tell our stories to be able to survive within this market. Otherwise, streaming is just going to take us right out. And Mm -hmm. it's it's made such an and and they have also exactly what you're saying. And finally, they're understanding the fact that people are taking information in differently. So a remake or a redo or a rehash. Can't just be the same kind of thing, and 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 whether you love it or hate it, it meets a need of an audience somewhere. Mm. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think Scream. Which one was it? Five? Are we at five or six? It's I'm sorry. Five. five. It's yeah, Scream. It's just called. When scream. when six comes out, we're gonna have to do our three, four, five podcast, and then go on yes. see six. Just saying. Yeah. Um. Sure. I look. It, I was happy. I'm ter- or I will say I'm terrified for the sixth film not having Neve Campbell in it. I just I know. like I just there's read about so that this many morning. problems. Oh, I've been reading about it like every article. Yeah. It just I I'm worried. Yeah. I I have no doubt they're gonna be able to turn it around, but production had already started. So my concern oh, okay. is whether or not they completely just screw it over and shove it, uh, other characters through, or Gail mm. has to do the heavy lifting. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But for me, I struggled so much with Scream. I'm so wait one, two, three. Which was the Hollywood? Five. One? Hollywood was, the- was three. Yeah, three. Wait. So what's with four? the brother? Four is the
2: one with um Hayden Panettiere and. Oh, it's now
0: I okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I tried to than put that One, uh, uh, <laughs> they, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, three blew my brain so much that I didn't feel like four hit the reboot button enough. And I thought this one did a really good job to sit within every every part of it and give us some still iconic moments with room to grow. Mm. And I mean, I, one of, I, I, I'm excited to see what they do with the characters that have survived. Because yeah. one of them is absolutely amazing and is in, um, my God, what was that? Yellow Jackets. And after ah. watching them in Yellow Jackets, I want to see them do more on screen.
1: I didn't know there was uh, someone from Yellow Jackets in uh, The
0: younger, I'm, I don't remember people's names. I'm sure you're looking at the internet right now, but the younger character, um, the she's a person of colour and she's the lesbian character in Yellow Jackets. Okay. It's
1: not the same she, girl she, from X, is
0: it? She, she's the twin. In Scream oh. Four, no five. Oh, Screen no five. Not one she's she's Randy's niece. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna, yes. I'm gonna the, trust the, you. That gets that gets high. The <laughs> one that gets high and is like, hey, and it's just high and having a good time and it's queer. Just trust me. <laughs> just trust me. Just trust me. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I just I, it gave me a better. I felt like the refresh button was hit well enough that I'm ready for the next one, even though I'm scared about the the news stories I'm reading about it.
2: Yeah, I, I had I, one. Yeah.
0: One massive problem with the movie.
2: Just, mm-hmm. I really liked it. Don't get me wrong. I mm-hmm. liked everything about it. But, and um, look, you know, as people listen, you know, we always go into spoilers as yeah. well. Um, oh, yeah, spoilers. They killed my
1: boy. Yeah. They hey, my boys. I
0: was, look, I, I, we're up to movie number five. One of them had to go. But I know. Still, the way I they Gail. did it was they so good. But I've no. got to wonder whether or not that was like, I'm okay with, like, that was a conversation that happened. Like, part of me wants to deep dive in to find out whether or not it was like, well, if you, you know, if you're going to kill me, uh, let's, you know, I just, I, I get it, but the way they made it work and the, the way they mm-hmm. now make a story for Gail makes me really happy.
2: Yeah, I um, I, mean, I,
0: I had just watched um, the, the
2: David Arquette documentary. Um, mm-hmm. You can't kill David Arquette. And so I've gotten into this and I was like, awesome. He's fantastic in this movie. And I'm like, he is. this, this might be his big, you know, come back to Hollywood. And they killed his character off and I look, I, I'm not ashamed to admit I had a tear in my eye when they killed him. Oh. Was it
1: worse? <laughs> was it worse than when they killed um Randy?
2: Um it's on it's on par. Mm. I'll tell you what, it's on par. Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah, but okay. I was I was very upset by that. I I yeah. That it was it's understandable. It was I mean, look,
1: during that scene, I sort of I did half expect it because I thought. Listen, the franchise has kind of stretched out uh, long enough that I, I had a sense that one of the core three was going to yeah. go. Um, like, one of them has to go. And so I wasn't surprised, but I was, I, I did, I felt it for other people who I knew were was, yeah. really, I was 100%, 100% upset. I was like, oh, surprised. some people are going to be super sad <laughs> about would, this.
0: I, I was yeah. in, in your headspace, exactly right, as soon as it had happened, but it completely took me by, by mm. surprise. And I loved that. Yeah. Because, you know, otherwise, what what am I doing? But yeah, yeah that, I was I, I was in it enough that I when it happened, I'm like, of course that's what's gonna happen. And it mm. couldn't be Gail and it couldn't, you know, like, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Though part of me is hoping that um in the sixth film, Hayden Petatiri's character um dies in the first start of the film just because she's great, but was not great in the Scream film she was in. But then she comes back to life because she's the cheerleader from Heroes. She was amazing in Heroes. She was absolutely brilliant in Heroes. She was so good. But yeah, like I, I don't, her mm. character in Scream, they've got to do something more. She's great, yeah. but it's like, you know, when certain actors just aren't given the material to work with, this yeah. is the where the Scream films are always something really interesting because so many big names were a part of it. And it's kind of what they did with it that made it work. Like Portia de mm. Rossi in Scream 2, hilarious. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know it's it's it, 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 it there's no small parts but when there's some people that have the bigger roles and they still aren't given the meat they need it's mm. annoying anyway yeah.
1: <laughs> look I, I I feel like you know look as far as I, I agree with you Dean that as far as like a sort of well as as they kind of mentioned in the film itself it's like a recall it's kind of like yeah. a sequel but it's kind of like a reboot at the same time of the entire franchise I think they did um they they lifted it up Enough, and they created enough of a point of difference for it to be interesting. And I, I felt mm. the same way as you. I watched it and I thought, okay, this is... Because I always go into a film like this feeling a bit concerned because I have to admit, I have mixed feelings about franchises that go on for a long time, only because I think... How hey, dare
0: you take Grey's Anatomy's name in no,
1: <laughs> no, but I think sometimes a lot of movie franchises that go for a long time, right, They, I feel that they... often i watch the films and i get a sense that they they weren't sure whether they want to go down the path of like this is still serious this is still like really like you know intense you know proper serious horror or we're going to lean into the fact that we have like drawn this franchise out way too long and it's going to become the best kind hilarious and self-referential right and i think a lot of films (laughs) like they can't decide which one they want to be when a franchise kind of starts to to go for too long and you I see... I mean, the
0: hard thing with Scream, it was already that. Like where well, you yeah. would think... Yeah, Scream was that. It was this whole <laughs> new approach to dialogue, storytelling, all of it. So it was yeah. already there. So by the time... Look, by the time we hit three and even four, it's like, come on. So they needed to kind of figure out a way to... Everyone thought three was a way to refresh it, which it mm. wasn't the case, or yeah. maybe wrap it up. Then then four really just sat within a vein that was similar. Five mm-hmm. at least gave it that energy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I
1: agree. And it's not it just about one energy. final
0: one final girl or one final person. So yeah. it's where they take the story next, I guess we're gonna feel it.
1: And look, I have to Well Scream seven though. will
0: be in space, so that's where hey, all good franchises end we, up with an entry in space we have we're to talking do leprechaun we're talking horror in space. we absolutely hellraiser. have to do that
1: that's a great <laughs> idea actually yeah horror in space i would totally be into that
0: have um, you seen I, the, I the latest Jason yes. about the new hellraiser series that's been with people whinging on the internet
1: no i have heard like, the movie is
0: phenomenal oh I, all i've seen is people complaining because it's played by a trans woman um, oh. But so they've never it, read a Clive Barker book in their life, and that's obviously. exactly right. Like that's the <laughs> yeah. whole thing. It's just whinging, turfy people, and then yeah. people are like, "No, no, go to the source material. Like, stop making it about your nar- narrative." Which I enjoy. <laughs> I, you know what I'm like. It, return to the source material. Stop making it about yeah. your own little thing. But it is hilarious because they think that this is Hellraiser being woke, and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> you, no idea." I, I, I don't know about you two,
2: but I um. I remember reading Clive Barker when I was about 15 years old and uh, learning some stuff about people and, you know, I'm being gonna, a teenage. I'm
1: gonna, listen, I'm going to put it out there and say I've never read any Clive Barker and I've never seen any Hellraiser movies. So oh. I'm, I'm wow. kind of, so I'm seeing all the hubbub about the new Hellraiser and I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm, my knowledge is like a bald head with pins coming out of it. I'm like that iconic hmm. um, image. That, that is the yep. beginning and end of my knowledge of Hellraiser.
0: Should so I watch this, it? This means yeah. we're going to have the first one definitely. Future, a Hellraiser podcast, horror in space podcast. I'm Which crossover because I... the fourth or fifth entry is in space. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: we go. There we go. And that means we can talk about Alien, which is one of my favourite yeah. yep.
0: movies of all absolutely. time. Uh, should um, I no, read Clive
1: Barker?
0: Yeah. I mean, no, I reckon. You, I, you being you, absolutely. Okay. Like, Get the my... books of blood. Okay. The books of
2: blood is his um, anthology series. Okay. Um, it's really, really good, and it's it's dark and it's very sexual. Um, there's one of the stories right. I can't remember which one it was, but sitting there as a 15 year old reading about how uh. like, one guy uh, was remembering the taste of the other guy later on down the track, and I'm like, what?
0: Oh, that's what that means. <laughs> this is like me reading Interview with a vampire as a kid, just going, <clears throat> holy crap! Yeah. That's mm. great. Yep.
1: Okay. That
0: sounds it sounds great. All right, so I'm I have excited a bit of, for
1: Hellraiser
0: yeah. now. Oh, good! Yay! I yeah. have a bit of a confession to make uh, across <gasps> the board to our listeners. So I'm on the the scale of not having watched that many horror movies this year because October is my first break since we've come out of lockdown. Like this month is me actually having a breather, which is like, yay, we can finally catch up and we're doing. Yeah, but it a, a breather for you is still like a 19 hour day. I have one <laughs> big gig next weekend true. in Tasmania. That's it. But, yes, yeah, still, I am reorganising my entire home. It's exciting it's time. It's
1: okay. You're forgiven. And okay, also,
0: Sheree but- and I have watched enough horror movies to... Oh, to make up just- for it. So <laughs> yeah. This is where more, I'm more than enough because now I'm going to be able to take whatever they're talking about, just like we did. Remember when I would always screw up what movie we were watching <laughs> during last year's one? So then it made it even more exciting when we would actually watch it. So now mm-hmm. I'm excited mm-hmm. for the current movies that I have sitting on Plex on my TV ready to watch. Beautiful. Um, but okay, I've been but diving do- into TV. So You're going to have to
1: be aware that... Spoilers, be spoilers are on it's Apologies. fine I've got
0: no 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 no. I'm completely fine with it because okay. uh, look it's it's the nature of the beast and by now if I haven't watched it by now it's my own damn fault but also <laughs> I it's still not going to spoil the movie for me because Great. I'm going to be excited by our experience of watching so you're going to hear a lot of me going oh wow what?" <laughs> uh, that's pretty much the ride that I'm on for this podcast and I'm very here for it
1: well, can I, can I nominate someone and a particular something that I would love to hear about as, like, our first chat? Because mm. I was so, so intrigued when Shori messaged us and said that he watched Nope and loved it because... It just does not strike me as a Shory movie. And I was so oh, oh, surprised okay. that you enjoyed that so much. And since mm. then I've been like, I want to hear about Shory's take on Nope. <laughs> so I have also seen that. I don't know if Dean has seen I haven't, that well. but that's
0: okay. But I know so many things because I can't but, help myself. But also I was already about to say, we have to start on Nope. There's no way we can't okay. not start yeah. on
1: Nope. Let's start on Nope.
0: Yeah. So as, our, um, as is our tradition, is someone going to do the IMGb? Which, sorry, are you oh, already sure. doing I about it? I forgot all about it. Jesus like, Christ. I we, with this, part, we didn't plan at all. Like, we kind of went, let's just get together and get the ball rolling. And then I'm like, wait, we've got to do the IMGb. That's what we do. All right. <clears> the <throat> All right. The, uh, well, I'll go with a really short
2: one for this one. Uh, the residents of a lonely gulch in inland California bear witness to an uncanny, uncanny and chilling discovery. That's extremely broad.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Um,
2: no, I, I Look, I will actually go on record And this is a recorded <laughs> podcast to say that um, I liked Nope more than Us ah, And I, okay. I, think, I think Get Out Is still his best film
1: mm, But I, I
2: actually Nope was brilliant um, There's parts of it I wanted more of I wanted more mm. of the uh, The sitcom with the chimpanzee And all that, I mm. wanted more of that Because that was fascinating yeah. Um, but my my biggest love for it was that uh, Michael Wincott's back in a goddamn movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, Michael Wincott?
2: Wincott. So Michael Wincott is the cinematographer in this movie, right? Ah, yeah, yeah,
1: okay.
2: Michael Wincott is also the lead bad guy in The Crow. Oh
1: yeah, okay.
2: He is also guy of Giz- guy of Gisborne in no or whatever the sheriff's cousin is in Robin Hood. Uh, prince of thieves okay yep he has that really gravelly voice and i love that i'm like oh i know who you mean yep yep yep." (laughs) he's the you know cousin i'll cut their heart out with a spoon because it's rusty and dull yeah yes um no he i i think he's a phenomenal actor and Mm. i when i saw that he was going to be in this movie i was wrapped and he is probably one of the best characters in the film he he's only in it a short while but he is Mm. so much fun and this this movie is it's a horror movie. It's a sci-fi movie. It's a movie about the inner workings of Hollywood. It's it has a go at the you know TMZ culture. It's mm. it, it's just amazing and it's so well written and um, the the actors uh, what's, I can't remember his name. His surname's Kalua. Um, what's his first name off the top of my head? Come on, you stupid phone load. There it is, uh, Daniel, Daniel Daniel Kalua. Yeah. I kept saying kept thinking David, but I knew that wasn't right. Um, Daniel Kalua and Kiki Palmer. Seem like brother and sister. They seem like they've known each other such a long time, and there's scenes where you can just see he's tired of her bullshit. It's great. It's just really <laughs> great. But there are, you know, there are terrifying scenes in it. There's the scene where he's he's in the truck and the 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 big thing is coming over the top mm-hmm. of him, mm-hmm. and I just love it. He opens the door and he goes, boom, "Nope."
0: And yep. That's it.
2: That's
1: all he yep. says. And
0: you're like, yep. Yeah, That's it. and I, exactly I what the rest of us would have done. So, I do you like it, Em?
1: Yeah, I did like it, but I didn't love it. I, I didn't and love it as that... much as I wanted to love it.
0: So And that has been okay. the predominant of what my friends have said, or they've absolutely hated it. Oh. so
1: Yeah, so look, I went in and I really enjoyed it. Um, I still, I, I feel for, for me, it's probably my least favourite of his films okay. so far. Um, However, I enjoyed it. Like, don't get me Mm. wrong, I enjoyed this. Um, I still think Get Out is it's a high ranking,
0: the best you did.
2: We can Um, all agree, Get Out is the best movie you've made. Get Out is amazing. Get Out is
1: fantastic. Um, But you know, yeah, it was funny. So I think the reason I came out of this and I didn't, it didn't um, do it for me as much as I thought it would, is there were just a few there were just a few kind of threads that I wanted it to pull a little bit Mm -hmm. further, a few kind of things that were suggested, especially when it comes to the, the more like uh, scary components of the film that didn't quite do enough for me. I didn't feel the sense of horror as, as acutely as I was hoping to throughout the film. I definitely felt like, I definitely felt a a sense of, um, ah, like, I felt that the first kind of third of the movie, it really built up this sense of kind of dread and unease and horror with, like, the horses disappearing in the night and the really weird kind of sounds and seeing things on the horizon and not knowing what it was and flashbacks to the sitcom with the chimp. And I was like, holy shit, like, and and I was excited for how everything was going to be pulled together in the end. And then I felt that the second, maybe, like... (sighs) I'm gonna say the third act, the third act of the film for me felt. Are you more... trying not
0: to spoil things for me? I'm just putting it out uh, there.
1: No, I'm not don't, actually. Don't no. worry, as long no, as you're no, no, I'm not cool. the, th- the third act felt more kind of mm, It it didn't didn't feel like horror to me. It felt a little bit mm-hmm. more action. Uh I don't know. I I I found myself feeling confused watching it about how I was meant to feel about what the film was doing. Um, And usually, I have to say, usually after watching a film like that, I'm pretty, I think because of my background, I'm pretty good at picking up kind of the subtext and and what it was reflecting on. And I really struggled with this. And afterwards, Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I think this film is about like commentary on like the spectacle in like Hollywood and the media and how like we love to consume a spectacle. And he started like going into it and I was like, fuck, you're right. That's what, this film, that's what this film was about. And then we kind of did a bit of a deep dive and, and read into about it and we're like, that's exactly what it was about. Like, even the – because I was upset that the chimp story didn't go anywhere. Um, yeah. So, so, Dean, the chimp story is they keep – there's a character in the film who runs kind of a uh, Wild West amusement style. It's a real um, shitty
2: side road, road, yeah, roadside attraction. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and they – are It's it Stephen and Yuan a, from Walking Dead. Yes. Okay. And every now and again, they sort of flash back to, and you discover later that he is the kid in the flashback, mm. but they flash back to this old TV series, like back in the, you know, it feels like 60s ish, um, where there was a chimp who was part of a family and the family would get together and have like Christmas and birthdays and they would be like, oh, it's happy birthday, whatever the chimp's name was. Um, chimp. And yeah, and they flash back to apparently this very famous episode where the chimp just, just snaps. It loses its shit and quite violently um, kills a, a number of people on the set. Um, and the nothing sort of, I shouldn't say nothing came of that because it was it was not meant to be a plot point. It was meant to be yeah. more of a, a reference to the commentary on like the Hollywood spectacle. Um, but uh, yeah, so I it's... It's a movie that you just have to see. You have to see yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and take, yeah. take what you will from it. Um, there's a few little very cute references. Um, I forget uh, the two characters, O.J. Haywood and Emerald Haywood. I forget what Emerald is a reference to, but we looked it up and it is a reference to something, but both of their names are references to people throughout history, particularly in relation to people of colour who find themselves uh, the centre of a media spectacle. Um, And this is why his character's name is OJ. Um, The
2: OJ is not even subtle at one point when he's literally riding a white bronco.
1: Yeah, yeah, Which is what yeah. I was running
2: from the media in, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> and like I said, I forget Emerald's, Emerald is a reference to to something, but I've forgotten. Um, we looked it up and I've forgotten what it is. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. And it, and I, 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 I agree with you, Dean. Like, I've heard similar things. Everyone I know who's watched it has been, they've either just not liked it at all, or they've been like, huh. Kind of, like, come out kind of going, huh. Like, I... Yeah. This is not kind of, this is not quite what I expected. Um,
0: well, this is, I mean, the thing that I enjoy as well, where I'm like, not everything I like when, not everything should, especially with horror, not everything should be made for everyone. Like it's <laughs> important that, that, that everything isn't made for everyone. Like, it, and that's okay. It's one of the interesting things seeing a lot of people talk about it, where if no one was ever on the same, if no one didn't like it, not one person I know in group conversations didn't like it for the same reason. Mm, you know yeah. like so yep. and, and I think it did, does lead to a lot of people not quite getting what they're meant to get out of the film so that mm. creates more frustration
1: but I think part of like even though I initially walked away feeling like I'm not sure exactly what I was meant to get out of this and how it's meant to feel I'm okay with that because I feel like the kind of work that um, Jordan Peele is creating is he's part of this like new era of horror where he is approaching horror in a very distinct way that I think other people haven't approached it in the past. And I like that he's he's starting to kind of challenge the way, what we think of as horror, what horror can do as a genre. You know, he, he gives us, he's constantly providing opportunities to reflect on um, the, light, the lived experience of people of colour which yeah. um, is, is always like a prominent feature in every all three of the movies that he's done so far and I mm-hmm. love that um, so I'm kind of very okay with the fact that I didn't, I wasn't sure yeah. what to take from mm-hmm. it um, and I still think it was a fantastic film um, I feel like the more I think about his trajectory like I feel like Get Out was clearly was his uh, I feel like it was the most, had the broadest appeal and yeah. I think it was yeah. a very deliberate yep. choice to kind of launch with that film because that kind of set yep. him up like, you know, it, everyone adored that movie and it set him up as like a name to watch. And now I feel like he's kind of getting to do what he wants and, yeah. and <laughs> kind of mess with things a bit.
0: I, don't know, I mean, anyone- but also I think it's good being able to have like, like that room to explore and people being able to trust. We know you're going to create something good, even if everyone doesn't get it or it's not yeah. for everybody. doesn't mean yeah. they're not going to see it.
1: Yeah, And, and that's the bottom, bottom line, line. Like it, comes
0: down to, it comes down to money And money isn't about whether it was good or bad Money's about how many people walk through the door Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: this, this is completely true He's, like,
2: I first found, you know, saw Jordan Peele on something When I was watching T.M. Peele
1: mm. And he
2: was the guy who made, yeah. the, he was the stoner Who made all the dick and fart jokes mm-hmm. And then the story goes with him Was that he was offered a role in the Emoji movie As the poop emoji Mm-hmm. And he went and his manager was like, you need to take this. It's a good opportunity or anyway, let me think about it. Mm-hmm. And then they went back and Patrick Stewart had picked it up overnight. And he went, you know what? That's bullshit. I shouldn't be offered these roles. I'm going to make my own stuff. And that's how yeah. we got Get Out. Yeah. Wow. He, just, he I didn't know that. He was sick of the bullshit roles he was being offered. And so he mm. went, fuck it. I'm going to be a director instead then and make my movies wow. and you know he makes a movie his first movie wins best original screenplay at the Oscars mm. so yeah yeah <laughs> maybe have you should he, have done that maybe you should have done a bit earlier
0: well, not been even about it earlier like he obviously needed to be in that place to be able to push himself <laughs> that way yeah. further but it is you that thing nudge, as well yeah. when the reality of Hollywood is the box they drag you to like let's keep thinking mm. about yeah. how many final girls keep doing the same kind of thing they've got to mm. work really hard to mm. get out into something more mm. Um, yep, has either, sure. either
1: of you seen the uh, the Twilight Zone series that Jordan Peele hosted?
2: Only the first episode. I, I, I was it was very hard to see here at, at some point. So okay, I watched the the, the Kamal Nanjiani episode, which was really really good. The stand up comedian one. Yeah. Okay. It,
1: it, it's fantastic. Yeah. If you get a mm. chance, and I, I know this is edging more towards sci fi, but it's it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's got a little bit of a horror. It's a, it's fi yeah. horror. Twilight Zone always amazing. did. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: And social commentary was always yeah. the
0: way back then too.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, great. Nope. So you can add that to your listing.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's yep. absolutely 100%. there. I'm try- I'm sitting here trying to decide whether or not I do what I used to do, which is commentary at the end of the episode about what I thought. But I'm like, no, I need to say <laughs> what I think with the two of you here. Yeah. So yeah. that's just yeah. We've just got room for Dean's catch-up episode. Yeah. So I,
1: I'm
0: gonna I
2: I I'm gonna take the take the stage. I'm gonna give you a movie that you absolutely need to see as well. And it's from my favorite streaming app, Tubi.
0: Oh God! And it
2: is a a little a little horror movie, a little uh, sci-fi slash horror movie. M, maybe for you as well. Mm-hmm. Called uh, Shark Side of the Moon. I'm oh excited. God. Okay,
0: because when you wrote this in a text, I was like, "Shuri, are you? Is there a movie based <laughs> on the song? Like, are you? Has your predictive text just screwed it up?" And I googled, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, it hasn't! I could blowing my mind." Oh no. This is, this is one of the most, uh, look, I'm going oh to get the God. internet movie data away.
2: It's legit. Oh, it's legit. So uh, with the what? IMDB. This looks
1: amazing. Yeah.
2: So here we go. It's decades ago, the USSR developed unkillable sharks and launched them to the moon. Today, a team of American astronauts will endure the, fl- the fight of their lives.
1: There's, there's so it's, much political subtext in that description alone. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah if, if anyone was going to send unkillable sharks to the moon, it would be the Russians. And okay. if anyone was going to yeah. be stupid enough to go up there and try to fight them, it's going to be the Americans. Like, this well, is... The Americans go 100%. up there just to
2: land on the moon. They don't go there to fight and they find...
1: Oh, okay. You know, there are literal okay. scenes
2: of sharks going through the ground of the moon and jumping up and
0: oh there, my god, I love
2: look it is
1: it is I'm gonna watch incredibly
2: this. fun it yeah. is not it would, great it would have but it to be fun because so it couldn't
1: fun. be serious oh, it would brilliant. have to yeah, yeah, be yeah. fun
2: and it like, knows no what kind questions. of movie it is yeah Excellent. It knows. no that's good and there are you know there are scenes of you know because there are human sharks like anthropomorphic sharks running after people and they've obviously just grabbed his we've we've created these space shoots is this the future no oh. oh no they can breathe on the moon dean come on
0: wait okay. wait wait okay One not the, the, the sharks. sharks i mean the people i'm not <laughs> worried about the sharks i'm not worried about the sharks
2: i mean the people oh they, oh, they explain some of the stuff they it's it's explained
1: i don't know whether it's, <laughs> no. there's much point in me asking because i don't know how much of a plot to expect from something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this but mm-hmm. is there any kind of explanation as to okay why the ussr developed unkillable sharks why they put them on the moon
0: Probably because yeah, yeah. Probably there's first. a reason
2: why they went to the moon. There is a reason why well, they there is a the reason yeah, why
1: yeah. they shot the sharks to the moon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah mean- it's, it's, it's,
2: this is the first five minutes of the movie. Em. Come on. Okay,
1: okay. Sorry, <laughs> of course. Very complex but plot, I'm it's, sure.
2: Like they've obviously taken, they've created like a, an animation of an anthropomorphic shark, and yeah. then they've just gone, all right, copy-paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. And there's like Amazing. seven of them running towards the camera at points, and it's look, it's um I had an absolute ball. I don't. I can't remember the, the the last time I laughed as much as I did watching this at a movie that's not supposed to be a comedy. But then it knows what it is, so I think it's supposed to be a little bit as well. I was about
1: to say, surely it's meant to be a comedy. Yeah, it's a little it's, bit. It's, Wait, it's serious. it's so much fun. Wait, does no, it's Chai, not,
0: it's, is Ty Reed in this or something like? No, no, that's that's Sharknado. The Sharknado. Shark I don't know. Right. I, like, Come so on, is it? Is it got has it got a serious cast? I'm very. I'm if you could all only oh, see M's face, as M's looking looking up details of this. Look <laughs> at the hammerhead. it's like <laughs> WTF to the extreme.
1: I, I really so, want so, to. Oh man.
2: It's currently got a 2.9 out of 10 on uh, Internet Movie Database. That
1: seems um,
2: generous. <laughs> oh, but it is. It's just fun. It's. I'd love to sit in a cinema and watch this with a group of people because yeah. I reckon yeah. you'd. It it could become. Um, like the room level of bad movie, I think yeah. this one could actually have a real cult following after a mm. while. But I had a ball. I think it's a blast, and I I I highly recommend it to people. You know, have a few drinks, sit down with some people, and watch it. It's that's, it's so much fun. That's right. it.
1: Like Elroy and I love watching um, either horror films that are so old, and I'm talking like really old, like 30s, 40s yeah. horror films that are so old that they're that they're now bad and hilarious yeah. to watch. Or shit like this. Yeah. Um,
2: although yeah. this
1: says it's a TV program.
2: It's it's a Tubi original. So I think it sort of counts as a TV movie it's because uh, they're straight sure. to streaming. No, it's a it's a full film. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. but it is it is just yeah, yeah, I you have to watch it. I, I, I don't know okay. what else to say. It's, no, it's so I'll, much fun.
1: <laughs> I I will definitely watch that. I'm gonna send the trailer to <laughs> yeah. Elroy and get him to download it and that looks there's
2: a music video here's the thing it's on tubi so it's free so if you have the tubi app you can just watch it for nothing you just have to have ads every now and then it's free
0: tubi was that thing i downloaded i've got it still when i it had one movie that was the same name as a movie we were watching during the podcast i remember talking about it and the movie i was watching was just about this oh that's right yeah being yes. killed, and I was like, "Where's the horror? I don't understand what's happening." And I watched the whole film, and then went, <laughs> I've obviously got the wrong film.
1: I remember that. Um, but so that was because
0: I found it on Tubi. Mm-hmm. Apparently,
1: there's a music video, so I'm also going to dive into that after we finish <gasps> recording because "Shark Side of the Moon" I, music video by Floating. If, Flo if
2: it has, oh, if that's like <laughs> on the level of um, what's his name, LL Cool J's song for Deep Blue Sea
1: you know mm-hmm. deepest
2: bluest my hat is like oh a shark God. fin it's it's got to be amazing
1: we can only hope we can only <laughs> hope um well while we're on the topic of funny films that are also kind of bad but funny um i decided to just take a punt the other night and watch one of the new films that was released on shutter um so mm-hmm. i watched a film called Deadstream. i i was thinking about watching that this
2: morning okay right i'm excited excited. all right i want to watch this one too this sounds fantastic this movie okay
1: so okay so all right the film is not good i'm gonna i'm gonna start by saying that do you want me to imdb at
2: first yeah i'm too bad i'm too bad so a disgraced internet personality attempts to win back his followers by live streaming one night alone in a haunted house but when he accidentally pisses off a vengeful spirit his big comeback event becomes a a real time fight for his life.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And I was like, this premise sounds kind of cool and interesting. And I had the feeling going into it like this could either be like this could really work or just really kind of kind of not work. Um, mm-hmm. And I so going into this film, I wasn't sure to begin with whether, whether it was meant to be serious or not because it was setting itself up with. Um, you know this but you know it, it's as as it's describes in the um in the little um summary this guy who's obviously like a youtuber okay the other thing I just have to say commentary on representations of gen z and social media in movies I always just feel like when they just have someone who's like on youtube or like Filming like these really like long form videos of themselves. I'm like, is this like a boomer tried to create a movie imagining what they think young people do on the internet? I'm like, I actually a
0: hundred percent disagree with what you're about what you're saying. What? Because uh, I look Ooh. at it and go, yeah, that actually is. It's it's a more elevated version of a hundred percent the kind of people that I know that do these things. And it's what it's taking is that that attention to focus and attention to detail like that they put into all of this stuff and just letting it sit within like a a large portion of the younger part of it obviously it doesn't sit in every conversation everything they don't sit there at every part of it doing it but that's a little bit more of the next generation up, but the YouTube generation of we're going to constantly create content. This is what we're doing. I'm being an influencer. The people that thought they would eventually be Paris Hilton. So it sits somewhere in the middle. I but mean, for me, I look at it and go, I honestly, like it's like 90% of the gays I know creating OnlyFans where we're all out just trying to have a drink. It's that kind of, I, it, it speaks re- it speaks commonplace for me. Like Maybe I'm character- hanging around with the But like the, the characters
1: people. are Gen Z right? The age of the character. I'm like, I don't see someone this age doing this, but I also appreciate that to a certain extent, they kind of have to make it long form in order to turn it into a movie. So I'm like, I get it. I get it. But like, anyway, so it opens with this guy reflecting on how, you know, he was getting like cancelled by a bunch of different like um publications because of something things that he said and did and then he released a sorry like an apology video and now he's back he's like back right and he's got his sponsors and whatever and he's got this like youtube vlog whatever um where he go what the whole thing is him facing his fears so he decides he's going to go stay the night in a haunted house um, it's set up in a way where like it, it very clearly telegraphs the jump scares. Like, you know, even when it goes into the house, you can see right from the beginning, like the corners of like a room where later something is going to jump out of that corner. And I'm like, okay, like, so at first I thought this is going to be like a really bad jump scare movie because it's not clever because I see everything coming and I don't yep. see it trying to be funny. I'm just like, um, However, okay, so it gets to like the first sort of jump scare bit. And this, and I did, I did actually kind of jump. And this old crony ghost woman, you know, the plot is you just take it or leave it. It's not really, it's not really there. Um, Some kind of old specter, um, like jumps at the screen and jumps on him. And then they're they're kind of tussling, like they're wrestling around. And she's kind of on his back, like Bronco kind of bucking Bronco style. And he's like spinning around trying to get her, to fall off and she's like woo woo with her head like spinning around and then she kind of like grabs his face and then she just like starts to put one of her fingers up his nose and i'm like what the fuck is happening here and it's like ah, get it out. and i'm like okay that was kind of funny i don't know i'm so that, excited
0: to watch this film. yeah it sounds amazing
1: <laughs> and he he crawls away and he pulls this like gross like old corpse lady fingernail out of his nostril and he's like Whoa! and he's like bleeding out of his nostril and i'm like okay i don't i'm know, still like, waiting
0: for the part where this is a bad film then. like this yeah, sounds great you're selling it, you know? You not know. You really are it. selling the film for me. This is making <laughs> okay. me get really excited for it. But let me say
1: like this stuff doesn't even start to happen until like halfway through. And the first half is quite slow oh, okay. uh... and you're just watching this guy who is not likable in any way. And so you're just kind of watching him talk shit and I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, looking, I'm like, what the fuck is happening with this film? It's only 90 minutes long and it feels slow. Like it feels mm-hmm. like they didn't yeah. have, they stretched a little bit of material, a tiny yeah. bit, like two, but once it gets into it again, I don't know if it's meant to be funny, but like- It's oh, listed as a, comedy
2: on IMDb. It's horror comedy on IMDb. Is. okay, because
1: there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a later scene where he's tussling with the same woman again and somehow, she, like, she's lying on her back on the floor and he's somehow on his back on top of her. And you see, like, she's trying to hurt him somehow. And you see I have a moment where she pauses and then she's like, Ugh. <laughs> <And> she, like, <laughs> goes for the other nostril that isn't bleeding from, like, the first time she shoved her finger up his nose. And he's like, no, no, get out. And I'm like, this is not fucking stupid. And, like, by the yes. end, like, the door's... I mean- the ghouls and whatever are so fake. He has like this fight with this zombie thing. And by the end, I'm like, you can see that it's plastic. Like, I love this. It's so, it is just, it, the first half was annoying me. And I was like, this is going to be shit. And then the second half, I was like, this is funny. This is funny. Yep. Um. The only other thing, maybe this is why I feel like it was a shit movie is because Oh, they kind of forced this subplot in where I was like, you didn't need to do that. You didn't, you actually mm-hmm. didn't need to do it all. It again, it felt like a boomer was trying to imagine what they think woke culture looks like. And they did this whole subplot where, like, you find out that the reason he was like really disgraced um, on the internet is because like he paid a homeless man to fight him and he ended up oh. like really hurting the homeless man. And then he has this moment that is so like, Contrived and forced, where he's like, you know, he's like, oh, you know what? Like, it is shit. Like, from now on, I'm gonna like do things for Black people, and I'm gonna do things for queer people, and I'm gonna. And I was like, oh god, don't, don't try to. Force I know, but that's woke. kind
0: of real. Like, they're obviously basing yeah. that off Jason. Jason Paul is that his name? No, Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Logan yeah. Paul. One of those Paul brothers, the I don't Logan know guy, who they the are. Logan guy. Yeah, it's it, the Logan look, one.
1: It read, it read as very like a very lazy and forced attempt to try and um, bring woke politics into the film. And I was, I think it would have been better without it. Like it just didn't need it. I was like, this just could have been a stupid, funny, like just more of the humor, more of this guy like fighting plastic zombies in the in the backyard. Um, so <laughs> this was. Uh, yeah so like i said i have mixed feelings because like the first half was a slog and then i found myself laughing at the ridiculousness of uh, oh yeah it was a silly silly film and
0: sounds great
1: i do recommend i mean
0: it. Yeah, yeah i'm gonna have to watch i'm gonna I mean, absolutely have to watch yeah yeah
1: it was it was funny so that's yeah Yep. That, was, yep, that
0: was interesting. We're absolutely um, going to have to recap episode where we, we talk about the ones that we haven't watched yet type situation. Yeah. Because I now want to watch that and compare my notes to M's. Yep. Yep.
1: Fair. Yep.
0: Feels like a great place to pause this episode. Our second episode of Pot of the Damn double feature will drop tomorrow. That's right. Two episodes in one weekend just before Halloween. And this is the kind of fun you can expect From tomorrow's episode.
1: So we, we, I don't know whether we want to like keep chatting like, well, Dean, you haven't even talked about, so, okay, sorry. I've just tried to start saying three things at once.
2: I had a friend at work showing me photos of something and he went swipe too
0: far and I said, now I can never meet your partner.
1: That you know, uh, well, uh, I
0: will say glory holes are not that large in real life. They're more people looking through and then getting into a store. On television movies, I constantly see them as these really big holes where a person sticks their dick through. They're absolutely not, and they're never that cleanly round. Like it's a danger (laughs) to put your dick (laughs) in one of them. It's a danger. Splinters. (laughs) So join us for Pot of the Damned, double feature, part two, dropping tomorrow. Sorry, M and Dean. We'll see you then. I don't know why I said myself in the third person. That's just really strange.